Good morning, folks. Today it's February the 15th, and it is your Thursday edition of Blog Sheep Rebranded with your host, Rick Sherwood. Rick shares some insights that he's gathered from his years as a psychotherapist and his many life experiences. If you want to find us, you can find us on Facebook for Blog Sheep Rebranded. You can email Rebecca at rstherapygroup.com or Rick at rstherapygroup.com. And now, here's Rick. Good morning, folks. Uh, I think we're just going to slide into a little bit of a Bob Seeger and turn the page to, to get this podcast truly rolling. That's, that's what I'm thinking. And folks, here we go. We're going to turn the page. That is a beautiful, beautiful song by Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band. Also Metallica and various other people have covered that song. And it really, truly is a beautiful song about turning the page and moving on. But if you go through the lyrics of that song, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. You know what we're talking about? We're talking about being an overachiever, being somebody who stands out, being somebody who achieves. So often in our circles, if we achieve, we will be put down. If we overachieve, we will be put down. We will not be put down a tiny bit. We will be stomped into complete destruction. If you achieve, just think about that for a second, folks. You know, if you take the words of this song, right? Get tired of the cliche. You know, back in the days of, of when the song was out, Bob Seger had very long hair. You know, the cliche. Is it a woman or is it a man? The put downs, the slander. One thing about this song and every time I hear this song, East of Omaha, you can hear the motor. You can hear it, it, one long note, one long drone. If you were west of Omaha and heading west of Omaha, I would agree. Because when you leave Omaha, Nebraska, 
By the time you get to Lincoln, it is flat. And, and when, when you have a, 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 a beautiful old Detroit 60 series motor and you, you've got your foot into it and you're, you're setting the cruise at 85 miles an hour across I-80, it is one continuous note. The turbo doesn't change. Nothing about that motor changes. It is just this continuous one long note. As much as that is, again, one of these things that you're going to go, Rick, what are you talking about? Every time I hear this song, every time I think about it, it takes me back to a Christmas Eve when I had been introduced to a family. And when I was introduced to this family, I was talking away um, with one of, the, one of the older guys in the room who had gone out west in the U.S. hunting a lot. And as we traveled through our memories, our joint memories of Elk Mountain and Rollins, Wyoming, and touring the, the Midwest and the West, places where he'd gone and places where I had trucked through hundreds and hundreds of times. Another guy sat in the room the whole time, surfing. And every time I made a statement, I saw by his hands, it appeared after a while that what he was doing is he was going to his home screen in Google and he was fact-checking me. And so after about an hour of this, I had had this beautiful conversation with this with this guy who I, I deeply admire and, and, and to this day I, I, I got a lot of respect for him. But the other guy sitting in this room, I, I looked at him and I said, are you done? He said, what? I said, fact-checking me. And he got all puzzled and all disturbed, and he got all up in arms, and he said, what do you, what do you mean? And I said, well, it appears for the last hour, hour and a half, that's exactly what you've been doing, is every time I make a statement about somewhere, or I make a statement about snow or geography or topography or anything, Virgin River Gorge. I talk about anything. And all of a sudden, it, it looks to me like you were down on your home screen. And he said, well, it seems impossible that you will have seen all the things you're claiming. And I said, well, if you ask me a question about Montana, I've likely only been through it 20, 30 times. You ask me a question about I-80, I've been across it hundreds hundreds and many, many more hundreds of times, if not thousands. So I said, you asked me questions about certain areas. I've trucked there. I've been there. I've experienced it. And so with that, I can proudly say that I never had a lot of interaction with that human being after that. But it always stuck out in my head. And what stuck out in my head was a story by the name of, a guy by the name of Dan Andre. And Dan, Dan was a PhD in social work. He taught at Waterloo. And I had gotten to know Dan very well. And one year, Dan was up for a Distinguished Teaching Award. And, and I said, Dan, your colleagues have got to be proud of you. Your, your fellow teachers prostrate around here. 
And he said, Rick, the worst thing you can ever do is when a when a an acknowledgement or be acknowledged for anything like this. Because there will be no pride. There will be no sharing of anything. What there will be is people turning and turning down their nose towards you. That's what there will be. And I looked at him in complete awe and complete amazement. And then subsequent years to that, I have repeatedly experienced this. We have a book that gets put out every single year, the Guinness Book of World Records. And people buy it and they give it as a Christmas present. And they, they go through and in awe and amazement. There's a couple of people that, that I actually have, have met as, as clients of mine who have had footnotes in the Guinness Book of World Records. And they have also said, proud of their accomplishments, wish they'd been done in secrecy. People will turn down their nose towards you if they know you and you succeed. And, and quite honestly and quite frankly, I, I find this to be one of the most puzzling, puzzling things in the world. Growing up in the 70s, there was a guy by the name of Tyrone Malone. Tyrone was a guy from California and he is, you know, one of the, the people that could have been the inspiration for Smokey and the Bandit. And I don't know if he was or not. But Tyrone Malone with bandage tires went out there and he built some pretty amazing trucks. Quarter mile trucks. Trucks that would get up and they looked like trucks, but oh my word, they were anything but a truck you were going to go down the highway in. I wonder whatever happened to those trucks. But those trucks, like you could actually go out there and buy a model of these trucks. And I remember one day going through the Central Valley of, of, of California, out west of Lodi. And, and we're out in the Central Valley. And I saw, but we couldn't figure out how to get to what looked like a Tyrone Malone, one of his Kenworth Cavovers, that, was, that were, were referred to as, as the, the Papa trucks. And, and they were the trucks that the race trucks went on the back of. And I got this glimpse of this truck and man, we, we spent about an hour and a half trying to figure out how to get there. And as much effort as we put in to try to find it, try to track and track this down, I asked some people, oh yeah, 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 I know Tyrone. Yeah, he's a he's a show off. Yeah, he's full of himself. He's yeah. Again, if you know him, he's full of himself. If you don't know him, you go, wow, this guy really truly pushed the envelopes of trucks and what it meant to drive a truck and what a truck could do. You don't have to go back very many years before Tyrone Malone, and a lot of trucks were still gas engines underpowered, two-speed rear ends. These were trucks that in, in, a, in 15 years, they went through huge evolution. 
And, and Tyrone Malone was on the, the, the front page of that. He was there. And again, oddly enough, to and through the Central Valley, out, e out west of Lodi, and I'm like, I think that's a... Start asking around. Nobody could give you directions, but everybody could run them down. And this is the sad reality of, of success, folks. I had a beautiful conversation the other day with, with an aunt and uncle. And we were talking about, again, the whole idea of how can you talk about anything when people are going to get so upset that you have ex that you've succeeded. You have truly done something that other people haven't done. And, and I, I swear, I, I mean this absolutely. I have seen it over and over and over. And, and quite honestly, Rebecca, I, I, I got to ask you, when you got this job, you know, this job, this job to be a sound engineer, to do some clerical work within the, the, the psychotherapy business, to do some marketing, to do some, to, to learn. This job was a job that needed a cross-section of skill and ability, but most importantly, it needed somebody with heart and passion and somebody willing to learn. And people closest to you, did they congratulate you, Rebecca? What what they do? Pray to pray to let folks know what it what what did you hear? Did you hear people glad having you and going, oh my god, I am so proud of you? No. No, they did not. They're pretty much betting when I get fired. Folks, literally, right, right there betting when she would get fired and so when she got hired we were still in the process of trying to figure all this stuff out and and then about four or five months later after she she came on board likely about five months later then we got into doing one podcast a week and then we we pushed it and we pushed it and now we're putting out three and we've we've changed the friday and are you still learning rebecca always what, what? Oh my God, she is a she is a woman of so few words, but yet when she puts the words out, listen to them carefully because there's going to be a lot of meaning behind them. So, so what do you mean always? There's always something new to learn, especially in sound sound engineering because you think you got the soundboard figured out and then you go and show me something else or I see something else and I'm like, I have no idea I could do that because I'm not one to play around with things because I'm afraid I'm going to break them. <laughs> but the reality is again folks you know it, it doesn't matter where we go success i've i've had people that that truly and and i mean this right like i i've had people who are garbage men and they are successful they're successful they've bought a house They've lived a life. They've raised some kids. They've got some hobbies. They've, they've done things to build themselves a beautiful life and never graduated high school and spent their entire life picking up garbage. But they were happy. They were successful. They achieved. Because I have other people who will say, 
unless you do blah, 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 you can't achieve. You can't have success. You can't. And the, the only way to win is to either fit in or somehow be less than or somehow marginally maybe be equal to. But the one thing you cannot do is actually find happiness and achievement and share it. That that guy who 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 worked in 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 literally picking up garbage at your house. He he loved his job, he loved everything about it. He loved the fresh air, he loved the exercise. He absolutely loved it. Wouldn't have wanted any other job in the world. When he was in high school, he said to me he said that's that's what I wanted to do is I is I want to be out there and I just want to to just be driving a truck around town and just doing that. And you know what? Exactly what he ended up doing. Very happy, very content, and a man trying to find his groove. You know, I've got a, a guy who's an orange paramedic. You know, flies air ambulance, and and he always says, you know, Rick, I just got grade 12 here. That's all I got. He's a critical care air paramedic, has gone to college over and over and over, and has learned and learned and learned. But the very first words coming out of his mouth is, just grade 12 here. Just grade 12. And again, you look around and people want to judge by his success, not by who he is as a human being. As a human being, he's like everybody else. He puts his pants on one leg at a time. Sometimes he stumbles when he does it. Sometimes he does it gracefully. And sometimes there's, there's other hits and misses in here. But the fact is that, again, what we have is, is a fundamental problem with our families and with our friends and with society. If you achieve, you're an asshole. If you achieve, you have somehow done something to circumvent. People will say to me, Rick, oh my word negative, horrible things to me. Very. Because I have succeeded. Well, for each and every one of you, I, I, I want you to think about, you know, the words from Turn the Page and the words from The Winner Takes It All. This is a cover by a lady by the name of Harriet. Sounds an awful lot like a combination of of Karen Carpenter and Olivia Newton-John. And, and honestly, you know, think about this. The winner takes it all. Why does there have to be a winner and a loser in our lives? Why can't we simply be proud of other people's successes? Because I can tell you right now, in my lifetime, I've shared many a drink with pilots, with successful business people, people who have, quote-unquote, as they say, more money than God. But the fact is, each and every one of those people are no different than, the, than you know, my client who, you know, pulls trailers for UPS or my client who works on a, on a factory line. Each and every one of those people are trying to find their own version of their success. And dang it, man, we got to applaud them.
We got to applaud each other for the success that they have. And we have to encourage people to go out there and try. And if they fail, don't ridicule. Shut up. If they fail, help stand them back up and help them find a way to move on. Because again, these words, the winner takes it all. Yeah. I think we can do things a little bit different, folks. I don't want to talk about things we've gone through, though it's hurting me. Now it's history. I've played all my cards, and that's what you've done too. Nothing more to say. You may think that the winner takes it all, folks, but let me reassure you, the winner someday loses as well. And they may win on one podium and they will lose on another podium. And so please do not be disrespectful to people because they happen to win on one podium. And please support the folks who are trying to get their name in the Guinness Book of World Records or the people who are simply trying to actually have their best life that they can have and just damn well celebrate it. Rick Sherwood here again for Black Sheep Rebranded. And again, everyone, thank you very much for tuning into our podcast. For Rebecca, Sherry, and myself, again, thank you. This, again, is not a substitute for mental health. It's inspiring, uh, hopefully, to make you think about your life and things in a slightly different way and to hopefully get a little bit of conversation going with people in your world and to maybe approach things in a little bit better, kinder, more supportive way for all of us to have a little bit better life. From, again, everybody on this February 15th, 2024, bundle up. It's been a little bit colder this week. Y'all be good.